Thanks for checking out this podcast on Lone Star Community Radio. If you like this show or other shows on Lone Star Community Radio, make sure to subscribe to them on YouTube and iTunes and also Google Play. Uh, if you have any questions about sponsorships or being a guest on these kind of shows, make sure you email me. I'm the station manager. Hi, my name is Dick, and you can email me at D-I-C-K at IRLoneStar.com, or you can call in and leave a message at 936-647-3776. Just want to let you know, we're here to support Montgomery County, and I hope you enjoy the show. Hello there, Lone Star Community Radio Podcast, or YouTube listeners. We're going to get you right to the show one second, though. I want to let you guys know the month of August is here, and school is starting. Lone Star Community Radio is doing a special sponsorship uh, rate for those who want to support the community radio station here at IRLoneStar.com. Uh, if you're interested in sponsoring this show or any show on Lone Star Community Radio, please contact me, D-I-C-K at IRLoneStar.com. Also, we're looking for guests. If you or an organization or a person or whoever wants to promote something or be on the air on any of our talk shows, email me. I am the station manager, D-I-C-K at IRLoneStar.com, and we'll get you on the air. Uh, coming up next is one of our shows, so please stay tuned. Hi, this is Cindy Cochran. Welcome to the podcast of my show. Remember, you can join me live every weekday morning from 10 to 11 a.m. on Lone Star Community Radio, on Conroe's FM 106.1 and 104.5, and globally on IRLoneStar.com. And don't forget, you can download our app at your app store. If you're a big fan of my podcast, subscribe to my YouTube and SoundCloud channels. And you're always invited to my Facebook page, The Cindy Cochran Show, for the latest show info. Thank you again for listening, and now enjoy. Good morning, everybody. This is Cindy Cochran on the Cindy Cochran Show, live on Tuesday. And you know what Tuesday is, Truthful Tuesday. So everything we talk about today has got to be the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. But can you handle the truth? That's the actual the, the question to be asked. And uh, I wasn't here yesterday. I wasn't here last week. I was under the weather i love that that statement under the weather um no man you know I, i've been telling you all about my dr k uh going to dr k for my uh my uh diabetes two i have type two anyone that wants to talk to me about that that's fine and uh, we can talk and we can uh, make it a deal and uh, i'll tell you what i don't do right and you can tell me what you don't do right because i tried so hard and you know how, how, how sweet Dr. K has been to me, except she scared me real bad the first time I met her. And I'm sitting in the office, and she walks in, and she says, uh, Hello, I'm Dr. K, and I'm very glad to, you're going to be my patient. And uh, I think we will get along very well. But first, we need to, uh, I need to take your blood. Now, up to that point, I'm thinking, Cindy, don't laugh, don't laugh, don't laugh, because she sounds just like Dracula. I mean, oh, my word, this is Dracula's wife. This is the, I mean, I couldn't believe it. And I love this accent. I love that accent. But I never had a doctor be that accent. And when she said blood, I went, to, oh, my word. So anyway, so from that point on, um, she's been working with me, trying to get me straightened out and uh, do the things I'm supposed to do. But last... I think my last um, appointment with her didn't go so well. And uh, she told me, she said, Cindy, it's like working with a six-year-old. 
I try to tell you things. You don't do them. I don't know what to do with you. So you're going to have to uh, obey me. <laughs> you obey me. And in that accent, I will obey you anything she says. But she says, you have to do the things I say or you're going to die. And, um, and I think you're going to have a heart attack anyway. So I went, what? I'm going to what? It's just like in the middle of a conversation, somebody says, you're going to have a heart attack. Um, okay, okay, okay. So I don't think I'm betraying any privacy thing. I hope not. Because I signed something. She didn't sign anything. Anyway, so I'm, I'm just telling you what. But she, uh, now she's starting to get into the more disciplinary and, you know, type thing with me. But the problem is, is that she's finding I'm having a hard time with the, the medications she's giving me. I'm not reacting well. My body's going, what are you doing? Where is the pizza? Where is the spaghetti? What are we doing here? I don't get this. What's happening? What's all this water stuff coming down? Anyway, so I'm trying to do better and not eat any of the bad things. Absolutely no sugar at all. No sugar. Everything has sugar in it. Everything. So I'm, I'm trying desperately to, um, to break myself of that. And, and I don't know how much withdrawals. I think, you know, they talk about they give sugar to addicts trying to get them to break their habit and like sugar. I, I don't know. I've gone right to level four. Um, and so I'm trying uh, to do that. And, and reading the backs of, I thought I'd never do that. I, I said, I will never be that person standing in the aisle, taking up the room, and I can't get around them. And they're reading every label and everything on that label. But I got to do that. I, I've got to, I've got to do that. Austin, have you missed me? I have. It's been a while. It's been pretty boring, hasn't it? Oh, yeah. Okay. That's what I thought. I just I just knew it was that way. Austin, no, I missed you. And now you are actually engineering. I am. So you're Austin the engineer. All on my own. All by yourself. Richard's not in here. He's in at the Conroe Coffee. Uh, he can't hear or see what we're doing. So it's all us, Austin. <laughs> and you know what happens when he's gone. Um, I, try, I try so hard to be good when he's gone. Um, but... Anyway, I, I just I've uh, I've missed everybody and TV. I'm ready to just totally throw it out the window because there's nothing on TV when you have to be in bed for that much time and watch stuff over and over again. When you start lip syncing the news, I just you know you, you know that this is not a good a good thing. There's just too much of the same stuff over and over and over again. But I. I do understand why the news repeats because people miss it and they come in and all that. But I watch it like it's, you know, the housewives. I just watch, keep watching it. And I've watched every housewives, uh, every housewives uh, episode there possibly could be, but uh, I, it was just terrible. And it got to be very boring. And I started talking to Maddie, my dog. And I had told people like, the last day I was here, I was talking to people how I had made a breakthrough with my dog. <clears throat> I taught her how to speak in her inside voice instead of barking. I'm so sick of the barking. So I, I started trying to train her to talk in her inside voice. And to a dog, I think this is what I believe is their inside voice is when they go, <laughs> so when, every time she'd do that, when, we were, when she's wanting to go out, uh, I'd We'd praise her and, and, you know, and give her treats and stuff. So that's good inside voice, good inside voice. So it is so hilarious to sit her and she jumps up on the bed it, to let me know it, it is time. And, and she'll go, I said, do you have to go outside? I said, well, do you need to 
you need to go tt Woo! That's a big bark. I was like, okay, okay. And if it's number two, it's just, rawr, 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 she just barks like, yes, now, right now. And uh, so I don't know how many of you, and I just, I feel like I, I may have uh, really gotten on something and I may be able to take this on as a, you know, a lifelong career. I'm a dog whisperer and uh, teaching dogs to use their inside voice and uh, use their moans. I don't know what else to say. They don't have words yet, but but I think we may work out to work it up to words i don't know for sure but listen today today i have with me grace mcdaniel grace mcdaniel i've known her forever in fact the first uh, time i was introduced to her we called her baby grace so you imagine how old she was then but no baby grace and uh, my daughter samantha were good friends and they knew each other uh, and they know each other and uh she is just a doll we we've loved her and she is very talented she's an actress she's a very popular actress between the owen and um the Crichton. uh she you know she's everywhere uh and they they love when grace comes in to audition because they know they got someone there and she's uh venturing out on new uh on new planes we're going to talk about all the things that she's got going and we're just going to talk about everything because grace is like all right we're going to sit down we're going to have a little girl talk we're going to dish okay and it's going to be okay it's going to be fine and so uh that's what we're going to do today and i i do want to tell you that tomorrow all of you who are having mark hater uh withdrawal uh he's going to be with me tomorrow uh through the phone if he can drag Kay in and she can get on the other line and we extension and we could talk to her but they're in washington right now they're having a house built here and they sold their house faster than they thought they would so they they moved to washington with his sister so um he's going to be on tomorrow we'll find out what all he's doing and you know he used to be a history teacher so i had him i was going to have him come in and do dunkirk and then i brought my husband in who surprised me with i didn't know he was a world war ii buff and we talked about the movie but uh we'll have uh a second opinion with Mark. We'll have many opinions from Mark. That's what Mark does, uh, especially. And uh, and talk about all the things that have been going on. So Mark Hader will be here tomorrow. But today, I am very privileged and honored to have Grace McDaniel. Good morning, Grace. Good morning, Cindy. I want to call you Gracie. It's okay if I call you Gracie, right? <laughs> yes. Are you like family? Okay. Are you uh, 12 years old now? Or how old are you now? <laughs> pushing 30. <laughs> oh my word, don't tell me that. Because if you're pushing 30, then I've already knocked over. Oh, okay. Um, uh, no, Grace, you're so, you're so sweet and you look so young and uh, you're teaching children. I didn't know that you yeah. were doing substitute teaching. I didn't know that. I've been doing that for about two years now. Oh man. Yeah. And so actually I could have hired you to come in and help uh, Samuel and Cindy. Oh yeah. Samantha's daughter and son and my grandson daughter. Uh, that would be, that would be, wouldn't that be fun? Yeah. But I, you may be too much fun though. You are, Would you be strict with them? I, I'm fun, but I'm firm. You are. You are. Yeah. Okay. All right. When you come in, <laughs> when you come into the classroom, how do you get their attention? How do you let them know what this is going to be like, especially as a substitute? Well, I substitute teach elementary through high school and all, Yikes. Uh, all grade levels and all subjects. So I also specialize in um, special ed and violent behaviors as well. Wow. Good so. grief. What a scope. You have. Yeah. What do you I need? I do it all. You walk in there and say, principal, what do you need? I got it. Whatever you want. Pretty I much. I've, I've done the front office too. 
And uh, you have, and you, even the front office. The very first person you see when you walk in. <laughs> I've done that job too. There you go. Well, I, I just wonder sometimes because when I was going to school, when we had a substitute, I'm sure that doesn't happen anymore, is that you try and figure out how you can get the substitute distracted enough to talk about things that mean you don't have to worry about studying or working because we're going to get her so distracted. She's going to do this. The time's going to go up and uh, and we don't have to do any work. Does that still happen? Oh, yeah. I mean, they they pretty much size you up as soon as you come in the room. <laughs> and like, oh, there's a sub today. It's just a general rule that they don't have to do any work. But that's not the case. I have to do whatever their teacher leaves for me. So, so they, have to, they have to complete so many like the assignments and all that stuff that you get. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, we, at least we attempt it and then we try to keep them alive and in the classroom for an hour. And then that's our, you know, that's as good as we can do. I mean, it's kind of, uh, I also look around the room too. And uh -huh. I'll previously like email teachers and talk to them about what they're, what's going on and everything. But they have pictures about their family and, you know, things around the room. So you kind of get a general idea of this personality that you're, like a role you're playing right. that day that's right that's so you right. see how you know the teacher interacts with their kids their students if they're strict then i'm going to be a little stricter mm -hmm. you know if but see that's what would happen is we would always see these subs come in and i'm sure that happened to you too when you were in, in school you mm -hmm. see the sub come in and they would try and be like so tough and don't even think you can put anything past me i got this and everybody shut up and I know about you, Johnny, and I, I sized you up, Mary, you, you know. So <laughs> they come in and they're just like try to, uh, you know, overwhelm everybody with what they, you know, are going to do to you in case you even think about it. Don't even think about it kind of thing. And it was really, uh, we sit back and go like, yeah, that's going to last. That's not going to last. Yeah. yeah. Some of them can pull it off, mm -hmm. you know, usually the, generally the males, but right. I'm, um, I don't even try, you know, I don't. That's not my style because it's exhausting. It truly is because you have to pull that off and then you have to go to another school like the same day. Sometimes I'll work half days at two different schools uh -huh. or you're working elementary one day and you're going to high school, 18 year olds the next. So, it, you know, you you have to put on a different hat in every classroom that you're in. True, true. Well, It's like acting. It really that, is. That really is. I think that's a, a great way to put it and if somebody likes to do acting like you do you do it in the community theaters here and you do it mm -hmm. uh so that it you still can have a job a regular <laughs> job and come in and do that uh to volunteer your time and stuff but what a great field uh and and place to try and garner a lot of the emotions and a lot of things that you want to display on the stage even but how to capture that audience and a seventh grade audience has got to be like the worst it's the toughest audience i've ever had oh my they're, word. they're a tough crowd for they, sure my trouble my hardest is fifth and sixth grade yeah because they're at that point where they realize that you can't do anything to them but <laughs> they've read the rules <laughs> yeah. oh, no. but they're still you know they they think they're way cooler than they right <laughs> than they really are <laughs> <laughs> that is so true and they've learned that through minecraft and through uh you know all the the gaming that they do uh mm -hmm. because they have control mm -hmm. well, this was funny is because I, I i watch samuel who's 12 and he's going to soon be 13 and i i watch his personality through the game i can almost you know like say okay this is when he started this started getting into this and this and 
And it was so fun when he was just in the superheroes Marvel. And now he's into where they beat each other up and yeah. blood spurts out and stuff like that. And I know, see, Austin is, is poised at the mic going, <laughs> this is where I shine. I love the games. I'm horrible at first person shooters. <laughs> okay. I'm all over the place. I just go in circles. I, I, I tried when it first came out. I went, oh, cool. After Pong, I could do Pong. Okay, I can do anything then if I can do Pong. Uh, and it, it just so left me. And I, I, don't, I know I'm coordinated. I can do things that, where it's coordination. But my thumbs haven't been trained to do the <laughs> to do that. So Austin, uh, is it really? Does it affect the personalities of kids because they have control there nowhere else, but they do have control of the game? I don't believe it does, uh, really, because you know I was raised. I think I was raised right, Cindy. I think you can attest that I was raised. I'm a good kid, <laughs> and I play video games all day still. In fact, there are my only hope. Is in you. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> there have been studies published that say, you know, games like Grand Theft Auto, violent video games actually help kids control their behaviors, yeah. their violent tendencies. Really? I agree with to get, that. Really? Mm -hmm. Hey, would you uh, uh, put up your shot of you so people can see who you are? Go to the computer, the computer camera. Yeah. There, there we go. Okay. There we go. Okay. There I am. So I just want to put a face to it. <laughs> but anyway, so you, you really do feel like they can get their aggression out on on Mortal Kombat. Oh yeah, definitely, <laughs> especially Mortal Kombat. I come home, if when I would come home from school, if I've been having a hard day, if I've been doing, you know, if I got a bad grade or I failed uh, on a test and I'm are feeling- Are being bullied? Or yeah, being, yeah, and I'm feeling bad about myself and the weight of the world's on my shoulders. Right? I can just get on the game and I can feel good about myself. I can win and I can say, hey, mm -hmm. I can do this. Mm -hmm. I am good. There you go. Okay. Yeah. Okay, boy, Samuel's going to be glad to hear that. It's true. I, I, I loved playing video games when I was a kid, and my, I have an older brother. And so, you know, they have cheat codes and cheat books, and um, he wouldn't let me look at it. He would go put it up and hide it, and I would spend like eight hours trying to get through this one level. Right. But then when you finally figure it out on your own, mm -hmm. you feel so much more accomplished. And kids don't, you know, don't always do that nowadays. No. Like, they like it's instant gratification kind of thing. You know, they want to know right away. But or it, there's no winning and losing involved a lot of times. Yeah, you know, everybody's a winner. Yeah, everybody's a winner. And you know, and I, I have I have such a hard time with that. I, I went to Samuel's soccer game. Samuel's and Cindy's soccer game. They they joined the YMCA. Now I hadn't been around kids' sports in a long time since uh, Samantha and them. So. I go to my grandchildren's game and I set the little chair out the, you know, and you put your drinks there and you sit there and they start the game. And I am like, what do you mean? He didn't stop and get him. Go faster. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Girl? And I mean, the parent, I looked around, nobody else was doing that. And I went, what? what's going on? And someone came over and instructed me, we don't yell for our team. I went, you don't yell for your team? Who do you yell for? You don't yell at all. Huh. Uh, and we don't. Uh, and I said, well, how are you going to know? Uh, how, do you, how do you know who's winning and all that if you're not like cheering them on? Said, There's no winning. There's no winning? What? No, you just be quiet and plod when anybody does anything. And I went for the other team as well. Oh my word, am I still in America? Really? And so I, it's just you, you have to, you have to do that with the games because we're not going to give out, you know, everybody will get a ribbon, everybody will get a trophy or whatever. So I was like, wow. 
this has really changed. And I can't tell you how chained I had to be to the chair mm -hmm. because that was not how I was brought up that you that you win or lose. And when the kids get in the car, it's like, so, yeah, wow. <laughs> that was good running back and forth down that field. And boy, did your shoes look good. And they're so still white and, and you're not even hair's not even blown around wow you didn't know what to compliment what to even say to them because what what are you encouraging them to do so i don't know the the game part of it they do win and lose in that at least they do see a winning and a losing in in that and they do you know but sims oh, did you play sims uh, were you a sims person yes, i also played soccer and softball so i totally you got you I got, got all that the, end of it okay. we just had a lot of fun that's well yeah. i think i think you should I, I mean i think a lot of parents should have been you know and probably i would have been one of them that they hawked out taken them out and said don't you're not ever allowed back on this field again <laughs> <laughs> you you're out uh and kicked out i understand that parents get too put too much pressure and stuff like that there's so weird parents that it's, feel like they're playing through their child it's half and half yeah. you know it's like you don't want to push them too hard right because your kid may not be an all-star but you know they're gonna have fun um but some are you know some stand out it's just that's you right. know the luck of the draw it's and and, and samuel amazing samuel is so supportive anybody that does well he would he will yell for him he'll cheer for him and he'll make him feel like that's great you're doing so good and he was telling everybody how good they were. And See, it thought, does make you feel good that is a that. good that's good to do and we praised him for that you know he mm -hmm. may not been really good at soccer but he was doing really well at the way that he encouraged the team and every team would want him on their team because he was such an encourager uh i i think that what what i hate is that kids you know that they go in and the and the fathers or something or they're like little teeny kids and they got these big helmets on that they can hardly balance it up and yep. they're trying to hit each other and, and do this uh <laughs> do football. parents get real serious yes and now they're finding out so many horrible things about football mm -hmm. and what it does to you that that may not be a great idea and what i think is going to happen austin this is my prediction okay and when i'm gone please play this back and say <laughs> you know we had cindy cochran uh predict this <laughs> they're going to this is all going to move to it's going to be uh virtual oh, football yeah. and they're going to play in the players don't have to be these big tough muscle bound you know guys they can be the guys who did sit in the basement and play games but they've come out and now they're the football heroes because they're going to be able to manip manipulate the game and play the game and uh and nobody has to uh, get hurt and concussions anymore and that's how that'll be the sport mm -hmm. i think it's going to happen i i guess i can say i'm late because um, like you were saying, you know, I'm nearly 30 and I'm 29 and I look young for my age. Yes. And as a substitute teacher, because I look, I, I'm short too. So I blend in with the crowd when I'm walking through the hall, uh -huh. you know, these 18, 19 year olds. And you, <laughs> I really do have to prove myself harder and, and push myself harder mm -hmm. than a normal person would because I look young. And those kids on those teams, you know, some of them are smaller. Right. And those are the ones, honestly, that have to push themselves harder. That's right. Because they have to level up to these. And that's not, and that's not bad. And being, and being a woman in any field, um, teaching right now uh, is, you, you consider it like a woman's uh, field almost because 
uh, to get a male teacher is such a big deal. Like Chad, my son, uh, wanted to teach in elementary, and they're like a rock star because you get a male in there, and they're, and the principals and everybody are so happy. Oh, good, we have somebody we can send the bad kids to because they'll take care of them. But um, but in in the industry in television and entertainment industry and where there's a lot of male you know uh, people that are in that position when i started that was back in the 70s way back then and so there's it, it was hard because you had to you had to prove yourself and and you know uh, and they just see you as you know you wouldn't be able to even handle the truth about this and and you don't there's no way you could ever be a producer or a director and an editor and all those things because that's a male dominated dominated uh, uh, area of the business and that's exactly what i wanted to do that's what i want i want to be behind the scenes i want to direct i want yeah. to produce and and all that and that's where uh you do have to you know you're only as good as your last project and so it wasn't this this <laughs> your last role that you played that's how they would look at you and i know that i want to get into your you know your playing the different roles and the different uh, uh between the different theaters we've mm -hmm. talked about what she does uh, like on her i don't know not serious side but the, your business side is that you do substitute teaching and now you've got a new role that you're getting ready to just to get and so and yes. start and we're going to talk about that uh but i do want to talk a little bit about the theater aspect of this uh of our conroe area here and how exciting it is that we do have such great talent and great uh, theaters for people to be able to exercise their talent. So we'll be right back on the uh, Cindy Cochran Show as Austin starts the music. And as the music comes, remember, the Cindy Cochran Show is always real reality radio. I mean, we talk about everything here. Yes, we do. Grace McDaniel is my special guest. And uh, don't go away. We'll be right back. Attention, movie lovers. The Ticket Stub is a new radio show servicing Montgomery County that is meant for you. The Ticket Stub is available live every Thursday at noon on FM 104.5 and 106.1, as well as anytime on IRLoneStar.com. Connor and Dick will let you know what's coming out in the theater, what is worth streaming, and what's going on in the world of film. The Ticket Stub, your home for movie talk. Lone Star Community Radio is looking for those who are interested in hosting their own talk show. With monthly and weekly slots available on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, and on IRLoneStar.com. Start your own podcast, create your first YouTube channel, and be on TV. Contact Lone Star Community Radio online at IRLoneStar.com or call the station message line at 936 6473776 And we're back on the Cindy Cochran show special guest Grace McDaniel. And I'm so glad you're here. And Grace, you, you you know who my guest is going to be tomorrow. You know him well, right? Uh, Mark Hader, you know what? Yes. Mark, yes. Actually, I I love World War II also. Oh, you so do. I'll have to listen. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, okay, okay. Well, have you seen Dunkirk? Uh, no, I have not. Okay. Well, well, Mark Hader is going to be my guest tomorrow. I just wanted to say that. Um, and uh, Mark has been 
you know, like the last two years. So everybody knows Mark. And Mark yes. has just moved to Washington for a while for their house to get built. He'll be back and with Kay. And uh, hopefully they'll come back and do their show again, I, I hope. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Mark and, no, Mark and Kay show. Was it, it was the haters, hanging with the haters. <laughs> and you can still watch them on YouTube. And they also will show up on Suddenlink. That's what's so weird about this. Is it one day you're going to, do you have Suddenlink? Yes. Cable? Okay. Channel 12. <laughs> if you go to Channel 12, this will be on. Uh, on uh, that's, So we're in TV. We're on the uh, iPod. I mean, not iPod. Podcast. And <laughs> uh, podcast. And uh, then live radio uh, on 106.1 in Conroe, 104.5 out the New Waverly and Willis area that way. And so, uh, and then, of course, globally broadcasted. Doesn't that sound weird? globally broadcasted on IRLoneStar.com. That's so weird. I mean, like, people could be listening All to over us the world. in Russia. Russia. Okay, stop that colluding. <laughs> no colluding. Okay. Uh, so anyway, Austin is our engineer today, if you're just joining us. And that's why you're uh, able to hear us so well. It's because of Austin. And, and when you see, our, you see our different shots, and he's also running the camera, so you see... Uh, Grace, and you see me, and you see him. Okay, so uh, we got this all covered. Now, Grace is an amazing actress, and uh, she has appeared in so many, so many plays and musicals and all that. Do you do musicals or much or yes. just plays? Okay, but you won't sing today, right? Uh, on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> on the radio. Oh, 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 on the radio. Okay, okay, so, um, sorry. Donna Summer just came right through me. I just channeled her. <laughs> Um, no, I won't make you sing this early in the morning, <laughs> but, but I do want to talk about, uh, playing, uh, in the community theater, how much mm-hmm. fun that is and, and talk to people about what your experience has been. Oh yeah. I mean, I've actually done theater since I was three years old. Wow. Many people wow. don't know that, but, um, I, so I have a lot of experience mm, man. and, um, it's kind of in a small town. It's, um, it can get uh, political at times. Mm-hmm. And so I kind of stepped out of that because um, it stopped being something that I love to do. And it felt like, you know, a job more like yeah. I don't want to say too much, but it it's kind of well, when you get people together, people tend to they won't I mean, I call it that. But politics do get involved because yes. of the hierarchy and they who wants to be this and that. And then especially when you have a bunch of actors that, mm-hmm. you know, where ego is your thing. If you mm-hmm. don't have an ego, then you can't be a really great actor. I mean, it takes that. So ego is not a bad thing as long right. as you use it correctly. But oh yeah, uh, so it's, some, are, it's difficult. some are just bigger than others. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> some needs to be whacked at the knees and uh, brought down a, an inch or two. But I think, um, I think overall, because a lot of times people don't know behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. And so when you walk out there. You put on your face, best face and voice and, and script, and and people don't know what happens. I love so many people up here. You know, right. I've made so many friends over the it's years. It's like a family, isn't it? It really is. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. It's just I love to do it, and I'm humble about it. And I honestly don't go out for roles that I don't want because there could be another chance for someone who really wants that role to get it. But the wow. roles that I want... I'm going for it, mm-hmm. you know, for it. and I, I took some time off because it really did. It got into um, 
just kind of a like a sticky place, mm-hmm. you know, and it's not that's not what I was in it for. Right. I I love genuinely acting and sweating and bleeding and I have scars on my legs from giant houses rolling over my feet and <laughs> you know, the, staying up till two o'clock in the morning, you know, sure. backstage and, and doing all these uh run throughs, they get them down, you know, these scene changes to fifteen seconds. Wow. And you know, and then you get up and go to work in the next day. And that was that's my passion. That's what mm-hmm. I love to do. So I just took a break from it and kind of, you know, dabble in radio now and that's you know Well, I think it's what's cool is because uh, Ira Lone Star is also doing radio, our Lone Star community mm-hmm. radio. And uh, that uh, you're going to have be able to write your own plays. That's what's so mm-hmm. exciting. Uh, now, Rick Sellers has been getting this started. And I don't know if you're working with him or not, but yes. uh, you are. Okay. So, uh, and he's allowing people, if you have, you know, you want to write your own play and direct your own play, you know, radio play, that will be great. And so that's what an what an awesome opportunity. Where else in the world can you just go like, come over and say, you know what, I'd love to do my own play. And, uh, and you know, we have enough connections to a lot of actors that can come in and, uh, and play those parts and all that. They just told me, I, I had Rick Sellers on with me. Rick Sellers is on between three and seven mm-hmm. and every night. So he's the reluctant cowboy. And so we're talking about what he's doing and he, tells me about this new thing they're going to do in the first one of the first plays they're going to do is the Archies and I went the Archies <laughs> yeah. wait a minute wait a minute. you're doing the Archies I didn't know anything about this this he's why like why did you know something about it so because I'm the number one fan of the Archies and he goes well what do you mean and I said well I have the biggest collection of Archie comic books in I think in this area and mm-hmm. at least the Montgomery area uh, uh, I have that and I know everything about I you know, from the 40s to to now, I know all of the stuff about them. I know all everything they've been doing. I know Veronica. I know. Yeah. Please, I can't believe you don't have me in this play. And he goes, "Well, it's too late. It's going to be <laughs> so like, <laughs> all that." You know, that was my audition. No, so uh, you know, he he said, "Well, we're going to do another play. And if you want to do your own play, you can you can." I said, "You can write your own play." He said, "Yeah, and you can direct it." Mm-hmm. So that is exciting. So you are in the midst of writing your own play right now? Yes, I am. All the things going on in your life, and now you're going to be writing your own play. Yes. Oh, what's the name of it? Can we, t- can we know that? Uh, I do not want to tell. The Bad Date. The Bad Date. Now, I bet that's talking about going out with somebody date or not the bad date like September 11th or something. No. <laughs> no. Um, I... I've kind of got into the dating scene, oh. you know, past couple of years, uh-huh. and it's it's been a rough ride. It's been interesting. Yeah. Um, so I I don't want to spoil it too much, but it's kind of loosely based on my experiences. Well, you're supposed to write what you know, right? Mm-hmm. And that's uh, and I have, have to censor it way <laughs> down, <laughs> water it down for radio. <laughs> but <laughs> that is we are family show. Yeah. Uh, that is that's great i i love that so we'll get to have a sneak peek into your dating life through this uh, play right <laughs> yeah that's funny that's yeah but that makes uh that makes sense to do something that is you know like uh where you can say that ha- actually happened to me this is a true mm-hmm. story based on a true story uh to be able to do that 
my my husband will only go see movies that are based on a true story. That's so boring because I, in a sense, because you, how can I find enough movies based on a true story to go see? No. I'm I'm a history buff too, so I love movies like that because they actually have a story. You know, uh -huh. it's it's grittier. Yeah, and there's so many directors up here that I respect. You know, but mm -hmm. um, everybody wants a turn. So I, right. I'm I want to direct, and I want to have the opportunity too. Oh, that's so. going to be so much fun for you. I I love that. I'm excited, and that you have um, you do have, you know, hit, you're, like you're you're thirty. Mm -hmm. 29 you're 29 excuse me whoa no. excuse me okay uh you're 29 i'm clinging on for clinging. dear life to those two white knuckling that 29 <laughs> i understand um so you uh so you started dating uh when did you start dating was it 16 17 oh gosh uh whenever i felt i could get away with it <laughs> and i'm not quite sure my parents even knew i think i was like 15 it just it uh, was oh. your first date that uh, oh my mom would drop me off at the movies and oh one of those oh, okay. you know don't hold her hand until she's gone like right you know and then <laughs> you make out with this horrible guy that's you know like I, I dated this kid that had long emo hair and he had a, a skateboard and you know he tasted like sour patch kids it was disgusting <laughs> <laughs> but those are all experiences you know well, Austin, stop laughing so much. It's like you're relating. He's totally red. Look at him. I think it was a taste of like sour patch kids. Okay. Um, but but those, see, <laughs> that's what you're basing some of your um, some of your experiences on. Though. Oh, no, these are this older. These are within the past three years experiences. The dating scenes changed is what you're saying. Right? Oh, my goodness. Uh -huh. <laughs> it's shameful. <laughs> what what goes on what happens what what people how people meet how they uh if if people meet and they're uh slight slightly um influenced by the alcohol um <laughs> yeah. and then when that same person calls them up and says hey remember we met the other day and you uh, go like oh wow that was not a good time for and i'm not saying you do this i'm just saying that when people meet and they're you know and they meet at bars and things like that I don't know how they finally they get a good relationship out of that because of the it all depends some um i actually did that in high school i would have guys numbers in my phone that said dave the drummer i'm like i don't know who that is <laughs> i don't remember who that is <laughs> but, you know or like brad the guy with the hair <laughs> how am i supposed to remember this a little more specific ways okay That's... But, <laughs> Um, good. But now I, I'm on a particular dating website and um, ghosting is a very real thing. It's kind of an, a new way to blow somebody off mm -hmm. nowadays. Tell me what ghosting is. <laughs> so um, like someone will tell you to meet you somewhere mm -hmm. and you go there and you order a drink and they never show up. <gasps> so. <laughs> so it has the name of ghosting? And the, uh, they go ghosts, like you'd never see them. Oh, interesting. Let's see, what did yeah. we used to call that? Stood up. You just yeah. stood up. And uh, okay, yeah. that's, in, that's, so it's ghosting. <laughs> All right, well, we have to remember that, that term. That's Didn't happened to me three times. Where they made the date, you sat there, mm -hmm. waited, and they didn't show up. Mm -hmm. That's been in so many movies, so many 
you know, it gets expensive. It's too many drinks well, you have to order of, by yourself. Of course, <laughs> of course. That's and now with texting and knowing you know where everybody is at all times mm -hmm. and micro tripping. I don't understand why <laughs> why these things happen anymore. It's like where are you? And they don't. Are you calling them on the phone and saying I'm here? Oh yeah. Oh, and, one of them in particular uh, was at a bar right down the street. Yeah. So he said, uh, you should come down here. It's really fun. And I said, no, we plan to meet here. And so I'm uh, going to stay. And then they never come down. They never came down there? Yeah. Oh, brother. Okay. Well, it's cool. I'm humble about it. I just make the best of it. I start talking to my neighbor, you know. You can find out about them. It, that reminds me of the movie in uh, Adam Sandler movie where um, where he, call, he decides that he was being really mean to people in, in high school. And so he just calls... Calls this oh, Billy Madison. Yeah. Billy Madison. <laughs> and he calls him up and says, David Schwimmer. I'm really sorry. Really sorry. About <laughs> <Was> it, <laughs> no, it's not David Schwimmer. It was uh, Steve Buscemi. Steve Buscemi, yeah. And so he's, I'm sorry. And he goes, okay, cool. And he crosses the name off the list. The lipstick. <laughs> Man, I'm glad I called that guy. <laughs> <laughs> so I just, I see people. You know, putting themselves on that list to do things like that. It's like, okay, I'm writing you down. That's going to get my revenge for you. Um, but uh, so you just take it all in stride and go like, oh, well, you yeah, know, I got out tonight and uh, I met some cool people over here. And, mm -hmm. uh, and that's fine. That's fine. That's good that you have that attitude with it. But you're but the people that like that you've been acting with, what has been like the best role you think you've had in this theater district? Well, actually, uh, I met Rick Sellers back in, oh goodness, 2007. Mm -hmm. We did The Foreigner at Lone Star College. Oh my word. And I played Betty Meeks. Oh man. So I was like That's... 20 when I met him. Yeah. And I had to play this 80 year old lady. I was going to say, how did they be? Okay. The, the, it was actually, it went really well because the person who wrote the paper on us said, I reminded them of Edith Bunker. Oh, so. that's wonderful. <laughs> what a great review. That's good. But I actually, I mean, I, we were, uh, my friend Justin and Rick and I all had the most lines in the show. So it was up and down with trays and food and bent over, hunched over. And um, <laughs> we had a, a lit with a sauerkraut that got stuck underneath the stage and it smelled really awful in the trap door. And, oh, um, I see yeah. all those things that you, there'll be your memories and that'll, which you'll take with you. And we're going to have to be going to a, are we going to a break or is this it? We're going to a break. I'm so excited because sometimes I'll go like, so we'll be right back. And then they'll go, no, we're not. Cindy, <laughs> you talked through the whole show. It's over with. Okay. You're listening to the Cindy Cochran show. I got Grace McDaniel sitting right here, ready to, we're going to talk about her new adventure that's coming up. And uh, remember that tomorrow, Mark Hader, you're going to be here, Mark. You better He's not going to be here, but he's going to, we're going to call him and talk to him. So you're listening to the Cindy Cochran Show, which means it's Real Reality Radio, and it's Truthful Tuesday, so you know it's got to be a weird day. I have no politicians on Truthful Tuesday ever, <laughs> ever, ever. Never. Never. We'll be right back. Don't go away. Hey, Montgomery County, it's me, C.C. Holmes. And I would personally like to take this time to invite you, that's right, you, to join me every Saturday and Sunday from 3 until 7 p.m. Where I will bring you the very best, the very best of smooth jazz, classic jazz, 
And indeed, yes, the soulful sounds of the 60s, 70s, and 80s. So come along and get jazzy with me. That's right, jazzy. <laughs> right here, of course, on Conroe's 104.5 and 106.1 FM or worldwide at IRLongstar.com. A Lone Star Community Radio is looking for those who are interested in hosting their own talk show with monthly and weekly slots available on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, and on IRLoneStar.com. Start your own podcast, create your first YouTube channel, and be on TV. Contact Lone Star Community Radio online at IRLoneStar.com or call the station message line at 936 647 3776 to take your first step into the radio world. And we're back on the Cindy Cochran Show, Real Reality Radio. It is Tuesday, and I've got Grace McDaniel with me as my special guest, and I'm so excited for her to be here. You know, we talk about everything, Grace. I mean, we just Mm -hmm. go all over the place. And you've had a lot of stuff going on. But now, now once in a while, I like to like throw a little curve. It isn't in bad. But I want you to, I, I gave uh, Austin and Grace a piece of gum. It's Trident. It's a new flavor from Trident. I want you to taste this and you tell me what you think. Okay, go ahead and open it up. I'm smelling it first. Okay. <laughs> That's going to ruin it. Now, now, open it up. Now, and I want you to chew it. And I want you to tell me what you Ooh, think. I can smell it instantly. Can Yellow. you? What's the, what is the flavor? What's the flavor? What it's do you think fruity. it is? It tastes like nerds tastes to like me. Nerd. But it's not the, a, a specific flavor. The yellow nerd. The yellow nerd, no. Just say some more. What do you think, Austin? Oranges? Oranges. You're, you're, so you're, look, you're thinking that kind of. This is what it is. Look at that. Oh, pineapple. Pineapple. That's pineapple. That is new trident pineapple. I could not get the pineapple taste out of that. I mean, I kept trying. Mm -mm. I'm like, no pine. There was nothing about that that was pineapple. So uh, I just want to know if I thought, are my taste buds failing? Am I that old? (laughs) I have no more taste buds left. (laughs) What's wrong with my taste buds? But I I just wanted to check with y'all and see if uh, if you thought the same thing. Okay. (laughs) So you can spit it out. <laughs> She's going, get this out of my mouth. I like it. Now, normally I like anything. I'm just doing it, it so it I can talk. All right. That's like unwritten guess, rule in theater. You yes, right. Spit your gum out. Spit your gum out. Uh, well, I, I think that it's, uh, what's bad is that when you, uh, when you do taste test, mm-hmm. you know, um, and, and you never know what the person's going like, I don't want to taste. No, because what, what if they throw up? What if they you know, get really upset? And I was doing a, a, a pilot called Food Fight. And uh, we had these chefs coming in from different restaurants to come taste what these kids have done. Well, we were on a time base because they were getting ready to, class was going to change. And I was going to lose my area where we were going to shoot, where we were shooting this. So the, the chef came in and sat down. And it was a, a caramelized uh sugary something that they had in the oven well they pulled out of the oven the guy cuts the person cuts it and said okay let's see what that tastes like this thing is piping hot out of the oven and i'm going as i'm watching the monitor oh no he's about to the chef's going let's see and he puts it in his mouth and i went oh. he just burned the first layer of every of all the flesh in his in his mouth Mm-mm. and uh, the look on his face when he was trying to 
open his mouth and wow that's tasty but i thought oh we're gonna get sued but anyway so but i one day i told mark hater because i know he's listening mark <laughs> fruit tastes better when you eat it outside it it mm-hmm. doesn't have the same taste as it does when you eat it inside and he says that's the most ridiculous thing i've ever heard i said i'm telling you the truth a tomato uh, anything that you you know like fruits and that kind of stuff take it outside so i brought in tomato i brought some fruit in and all that and i put it I put it and gave it to him and he went over and sat on that curb over there and started eating it and he's on the phone and he went you know it does have a different it does have a different taste to it yeah it does it it does it does taste better so i'm telling you if you want to try something go home take an apple or take something take a bite of it while you're in the house and then go outside and take a bite of it and you'll go like this is a whole different food this is so good i can taste everything about it and then you call her text me and tell me if i'm wrong or if i'm if i'm wrong. i know i'm right i know i'm right okay so anyway let's get back to grace mcdaniel and talk about her new venture now you are now uh getting ready to start a new job working yes. for whom i actually it's the learning care group is the owner of all of these five schools in the area um well they're they have 900 schools everywhere um learning care group Okay. Yes, but I'll be working specifically with La Petite Academy and Child Time in okay. the Kingwood Humble area. And you so. get to—you're going to still be teaching, though. You said yes. It's a new position, so I'll be marketing their curriculum, but I'll also be getting to teach fun classes and teaching the curriculum to the right. students. So one of the first things I get to do is yoga with toddlers. So yoga with toddlers—they're going to be going. Um... <laughs> Is that, is that they're gonna be doing something like yoga how can you explain yoga to yogurt the thing you talk about yogurt no yoga uh but you you can explain that to toddlers mm-hmm. they explain how to calm yourself down the mothers are like this keep them calm and t- teach them all those rules you can teach them that it's kind of um uh well they do spanish too and there's going to be other things that they want to include like music and stuff but it's kind so of you're teaching yoga you'd be teaching spanish you'll be teaching music all that okay mm-hmm. so you're doing a lot of stuff with them it's kind of a, a new th- thing that they're doing but it's um just to get them excited and pumped yeah. up and you know energetic and it explores their cognitive you sure. know, thinking and oh yeah um, see if, well if i if i can teach my dog an inside voice i think you can i think you can do this i think it's mm-hmm. gonna work <laughs> grace so if you teach them this is it uh are they coming to a learning center or are you going out to the schools and teaching i i travel back and forth between the schools okay all right so you so, you will have uh interaction with the now is that is that in conroe or is it in it's actually uh i'll be in kingwood and umble oh okay but um it, since it's so new i don't i don't know where we're gonna take it yeah. i don't know if it's gonna be um, there will be other people like me or see my my oldest daughter is a teacher and she teaches uh, seventh grade and she uses all her acting skills she she was a lone star and did took all the drama and everything and did all that and she played uh the foreigner that mm-hmm. same role and so it's wow. cool but she's used all those acting skills and all that that you learn mm-hmm. uh from from going through theater that uh, she can do in teaching and teach anything and, and to help hold their attention and get them you know excited about stuff but she's mm-hmm. exhausted she says it's just like doing a play every day mm-hmm. 
That's just well, how she said it. Too. And and younger kids like that, I've I've come to find because I I sub for my old um, theater teachers mm-hmm. as well. Younger kids are shy, and it's harder. You know, not all kids. I can't speak generally, but um, they are embarrassed about looking, you know, dumb in front of their friends. Uh huh. So I, you know, you have to pull that out of them. Right. And right. once they get comfortable, they they're so great. They really do. They shine. They're great kids. That is, well, you know, that's what about acting. A lot of times, is you can hide behind a role until you get, mm-hmm. you know with yourself but uh and a lot of people do that that mm-hmm. that's why they're such great actors because they can they can become who they wish they could be and but hide behind that that role and, yeah uh, i played rizzo in greece and i'm not like rizzo she's <laughs> i was in high school but she's bold and <laughs> she had fun but you had fun doing it well we wish you all the best grace and you've got to come back and talk to me and uh, just sit here and just talk you know, absolutely it's okay all right i am so happy for you and i'm and good luck in all the I'm, you don't need luck you've got it all it's all it's all there and uh, you can do any more plays and when your plays finished come back and talk to us about it all okay because oh, i yeah. want to hear about the date yeah i definitely want to hear about that uh austin thank you so much for being a great engineer everything thank went you, very austin. smooth you were wonderful that was great and uh, i'll give you grace's number after this show okay so anyway <laughs> <laughs> what did you just say he's look how red look how red he can get it he is so you're listening to this you're embarrassing him <laughs> he's gonna cut my mic off real quick uh but remember tomorrow tomorrow will be mark Hader on the phone on the phone with us and so if you want to say something to him be sure and you know facebook me and say cindy ask mark where has he been or whatever okay guys we will see you tomorrow the cindy cochran show real reality radio uh, bye-bye Hi, this is Cindy Cochran, and I want to thank you for checking out The Cindy Cochran Show and invite you to listen live every weekday morning from 10 to 11 on FM 106.1 and on 104.5 and globally on IRLoneStar.com. The show you just fell in love with was recorded and will be posted on our podcast channels on iTunes and Google Play. You can even watch the show on our YouTube and on TV with our City TV Channel 12 on Suddenly. So make sure to subscribe to keep up with me. My Facebook page, The Cindy Cochran Show, is always a good place to contact me through messages, to interact live on the air and ask questions, make suggestions, whatever. Thanks for checking out this podcast of Lone Star Community Radio, Montgomery County's community radio station. If you enjoyed this recording, make sure to check out our past shows online at IRLoneStar.com or their respected video or podcast formats on YouTube, Google Play, or iTunes. If you have any questions regarding the show, either it being about sponsorships or questions for the host, contact the station manager at D-I-C-K at IRLoneStar.com or call the station at 936-647-3776. This show was recorded in downtown Conroe, Texas, at the Lone Star Community Radio Studio. And Lone Star Community Radio reserves all rights to this recording and images.